0: Hi, guys, I'm Derbs. Welcome to the Root Duty Podcast. I believe that we're all on our individual journeys to uncovering our higher selves. And on this podcast, I'll be sharing with you my learnings and curiosities about life. Now, I'll be doing this with the hope that maybe something I've learned along the way might be of great value and help you along your journey too. So, let's go. You do what you do because of what you believe about you, not because of the New Year's resolution you made, what you think, or even the affirmations you speak. You do what you do because of what you believe about you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Root Duty Podcast, and if you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, go ahead and subscribe. We've been on a series for the past two weeks where we've been talking about habits. And this week I'm going to be wrapping it up by showing us how our beliefs drives our habits. And at the end of this episode, if I have done my job, well, you should be able to identify some of the beliefs you have that are driving your own habits. So are you excited? <laughs> All right, let's do this. What are beliefs? Our beliefs are what we've accepted to be real or true. Now, Here's the thing about a belief. The fact that we've accepted something to be real or true might not necessarily mean that it is real or true. Take, for example, when you were young, or let me just use me. When I was young, I used to believe that there was a monster in the dark. So every dark space was a space to be afraid because there's probably a monster there. The fact that I believed that does not mean that there was a real monster there, or that it was true that there was a monster in the dark. So we could have beliefs, but the fact that something is a belief for us does not necessarily mean that it is real or it is true. Now, if it's possible for us to have beliefs that are not real or true, where do beliefs come from? Where do our beliefs come from? Our beliefs come from our learnings and our experiences of the world as we're growing up, because we're all born with blank slates. We're all born without beliefs. But as we grow up, as we live life, as we experience life, we begin to develop and adopt these beliefs. Our beliefs come from these experiences, what we've seen, what we've been taught, what we've been told, what we've experienced, and our interpretation of all this. That's the reason why two people can live the same experience and come up with different belief systems, because ultimately, the, our interpretation of what has just happened also is individual, is just as unique as we are. So, all those beliefs that we have, how do they influence us? Now, in his book um, Power to Change, Craig Rochelle said that in every situation that we encounter, our brain asks these three questions. And the questions are Who am I? What type of situation is this? And the third question is What does a person like me do in a situation like this? And then we act. We act based on the answer from the top question, which is what does a person like me do in a situation like this? Now, let me give you some examples so you can see how this plays out. Now, let's say I'm a person with a belief that I am not good at my job. So who am I? I'm a person who believes I'm not good at my job. Now, what type of situation is this? Let's say I'm in a situation where a lot is demanded. Say maybe there are projects and there are deadlines and all of that. And I'm in a, in a situation where a lot is demanded of me. Now, what does a person who believes I'm not good at my job do in a situation where a lot more than I think I can provide is asked of me. Now, I could probably procrastinate. I could probably wait till the last minute before I get started and obviously produce subpar so results, which is in line with my belief because I believe I'm not good at my job, I will ultimately not do good at it. Or I could just do the barest minimum and just, just to get it out of the way. So our belief actually drives our actions, which all which in turn becomes our habits and then produces our results in the reality that we have. Let's do another example. Now, Let's say I am a person who believes in abundance. I believe that there is enough resources on this earth for everything that the universe has put into this earth. Now, I'm a person who believes in abundance. I believe there is more than enough. And I'm in a situation, what type of situation is this? I'm in a situation where it seems like there is limited resource. Now, what does a person like me do in this situation? Now, a person who believes in abundance will probably still share. Or would find other ways to create more. So, would find a way to turn the limited resource to the abundance that a person believes in and sees. So, let's try, let's take another example. Now, let me say I have a goal and I believe that there is a goal and I believe that I can make it or I can do it. And I'm in a situation where I just tried and I failed. I tried to do what I believe I could make, but I did not make it. Now, what does a person like me do in a situation? A person who truly believes that they can make it would more like try again Or, probably go back to the drawing board and re-strategize and find another way to go about it. Because remember, my ultimate belief is that I can make it. And because that's my driving belief, my actions would always show that this is what my belief says. We could try to act out of character, which is act out of our beliefs. Like maybe we could be saying something that we ultimately do not believe in. But the truth is, we would always gravitate back to our beliefs if our beliefs are so impactful and it's possible for us to have beliefs that we don't even know how then can we identify these beliefs now remember these are tools there are many tools to go about whatever we want to do so these are just some of the tools that i have in my toolbox that i'll be sharing with you now um the first key awareness is key to everything our self-introspection you would never identify a belief you can't identify your belief if you're not even looking for it you can't find what you're not searching for or even if you find what you're not searching for you probably don't value it so we have to first get aware and get curious two of my favorite traits is <laughs> to get away and get curious. So how can we identify our beliefs? We question everything. <laughs> like, ooh, question. Yes. We begin to question everything. We question. Okay. I have always believed the sky is blue. Is the sky really blue? Because remember <laughs> it's possible for us to hold beliefs, to have beliefs that are not real, Or even true, and yet they are still driving us and the patterns and ultimately the results that we're producing. So we are questioning everything. And here's what I've realized. I've realized that the truth would always stand the test of time of any question. If something is real, if something is the truth, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how scary the question seems. The truth would always stand the test of time. So we question everything. Now, another thing that I like to do, so number one, we question everything. Another thing that I like to do and I found really helpful is watching my emotions. Like, um, we used to i don't know if you did that but it, it felt it used to seem like we're in a world where some emotions are like "Ooh, that's a bad emotion you were not supposed to feel that and we have oh yes that's a good emotion and if we're in a place where we feel the seemingly bad emotion we try to find a way to unfeel it or we try to find a way to escape it now here what i'm trying what i'm telling you to do is to actually watch your emotions because the truth is our emotions are they are kind of they are feedbacks that our body is giving us. Because sometimes it takes a while before something gets to our mind, before something gets to our logic, or our body feels it. And so I guess here, what I do is I watch these emotions and rather than dismissing them, I begin to question them. So let's say something happened and I feel angry and I realize, okay, that got me angry. Instead of like, oh no, I'm not supposed to feel angry. And you try to put on a smile, actually, begin I ask myself, okay, why did I make you angry? And from that, we could you could just continue asking these questions and getting clear and you would you would be able to identify some of the beliefs that are driving your pattern. Another thing that I also find very practical is to watch your behavior. What did you just do? <laughs> Why did I just do that? So watching our behaviors and getting curious, which is the same thing you do with your emotions. Why did I get angry? Oh, why am I sad right now? We could also, oh, why did I just yell at him? Oh, why did I say that? So watching our behaviors too could also help us Identify these beliefs that we're carrying because it's possible for us to have beliefs that are taking us in directions that we don't want to go, and we are not aware that we even have these beliefs. So this was one episode that I really wanted to make because I recently had kind of like an aha moment with this whole how our beliefs drives our actions, which drives our habits, which ultimately drives our results. So. I have never been a stranger to breaking or losing things. Like I used to just think that it was just something that was, it, it was normal. <laughs> like it was just something Debbie did. Like it was normal for Debbie to lose her phone, to break her screen, to do that. Like to break the dishes. I was the one who always stole my clothes. <laughs> a dish was broke. Who broke it and said, oh, okay. All right. And it was just, it was something that was just so brushed off that I did not even know that I had internalized it as just part of what I did. And as long as that belief was there, I was always getting results that showed that, ooh, I was always getting the careless results because I believed I was a careless person without knowing I believed it. I was always getting the careless result. so, how does did this realization occur it actually happened with a phone? So I was with someone's phone, and a few days, uh, a few days before this event happened, I had broken that phone, the screen of that phone, and the person had fixed it. And the person had just fixed it, and I was with the phone, and I broke the screen again. And I felt so bad. It was kind of like, you know, it was so visceral that I ultimately like the emotions was, it was so visceral that I had to immediately ask this question. And that was when I realized that I had actually internalized a belief that I was a careless person. And because I believed I was a careless person, it was very obvious in the results that I was getting. Like I I used to lose my phone so much that I had I, I really don't have, even till now, I still don't really have an attachment to a phone. Like I'll lose my phone and it seems like everybody around me is sadder than I am. I'm not even sad. I can't even remember ever feeling sad for losing the phone. But I realized that all of this was because I had, it was something that I had grown to expect because I believed that I was that person even though I did not even know that that was the belief that was driving my results. And when I had that realization, so these were some of the things I realized. I realized that because here was one crazy thing that always happened. Now, let's go back to that. Who am I? What type of situation is this? And what does a person like me do in a situation? Now, every time before I lose something or break something. I actually, I don't know if this happens for everybody, but I always get a prompting there. okay, like, let me say, I put a plate at the edge of a sink. And there is always something that says, oh, you gotta move that in ball. So who am I? I'm a person who believes that I was a person. I'm not that anymore. <laughs> As a person who believed that I was careless, what type of situation is this? I'm in a situation where something, where I have put something in a way that it could break. Now, what does a person like me do in the situation? Now, what I usually what I used to do before is whenever I get that prompting, I don't act on it. And then, so when that happens, it's like I leave the plate right where it was, and five minutes later, and like oh, it was broken i'm like oh no and i talked about it but i did do something about it because i was a person i used to be a person who believed that i was careless and so i did not do anything about it because of course careless people produce careless results but now <laughs> take good but now what i do is whenever i get that prompting i actually do something about that because i i had to I first i had to first stick myself to the process of Rewiring that belief because it was something that was so ingrained. But now I told myself things like, oh, I'm a good steward. And now because in trying to. Th- We're gonna talk about that, maybe not in the next episode, but I think that would be a good episode to talk about what we can talk about our beliefs. (laughs) Yeah, but we're wrapping up with habits this week. So guys, I really want you to maybe take some time and maybe self-reflect, see if you can find, okay, what beliefs do I have? Because you might have a belief just like me that has been driving your patterns for a long time. And because you've never gotten conscious about it, you are still producing the same results so remember how i told you we could identify the ways we can identify our are- Um, beliefs you could start by watching your emotions what i did then was that i watched my habits i was able to find this it was my habits it was my sorry it was my behavior i was like oh i just broke that phone again and walked my way back past it and then i realized oh that was the belief that was actually driving it so you too can do it you can identify the beliefs you have that are driving you in that are taking you in patterns that you don't that's you would rather not go in and you can do something about that yes all right so i really enjoyed putting this episode together it was something that i had always wanted to do and i wanted to make sure that i was giving you value in the time that we spend together so let's just do a quick recap of what we went through in this episode I started by saying that you do what you do because of what you believe about you and we talked about what beliefs are and how beliefs are what we've accepted really true and that the fact that we've accepted something to be real or true does not necessarily mean it is real or true and then we talked about where our beliefs come from like where are all these beliefs coming from and we realized that it's a product of what we learn as we grow and what we experience and our interpretation of these experiences and then we talked about how our beliefs influences us with the three questions that our brain is asking before we're even asking them who am I what type of situation is this and what does a person like me do in this situation and we realize that and we recognize that our brain would always act to the answer of the third question which is what does a person like me do in this situation and sometimes we might try to act out of But we would always go back to our habits. We would always produce the results that are in line with our beliefs. So. And then I told you a story. (laughs) And then we talked about how, and then we talked about how we can identify our beliefs. We said that we could do that by questioning everything. Just, you know, what is that? What is that? Just just walk around with a big question mark. Don't believe everything you see or hear or even say Yeah. So question everything. And then we can also watch our emotions. Rather than dismissing our emotions as wrong or right, we could calm down and we could watch our emotions yes and we could also watch our behaviors and question them so okay why am I doing that what did I just do Why am I doing that so those are ways that we can walk backwards to identifying our habits and for a bonus for how we can identify habits one this is a method that I have actually found very helpful which is journaling writing is very I can't pronounce this word very well, so I'm going to try cartotic. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, but writing is very cathartic like it gives us this expression like it helps us release things that we don't even know are there so i find journaling very powerful sometimes the pen is like ooh, that wasn't there so journaling is another way that i found that could be very helpful to that could be very helpful in helping you walk backwards to to identify the beliefs that you have now, I really had fun with you guys and I'm so glad that you gave me your time and I really hope that I did not waste it and that I respected it because your time is very valuable and it is valuable to me and I don't think it likely that you are giving me this your time. So, if you made it this far, I really want to say thank you very much and please don't forget to subscribe, like, this, uh, th- do you like it? <laughs> okay. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast, and do not forget to get the Root Duty Insights. The Root Duty Insights would help, it has resources that could help you go deeper. And just to a sidetrack, there's a song that I recommended on the Root Duty Insights it's called Calm Down bye skip molly i'm not sure why that just came to mind but i'm like oh yeah you can have that now so you can go listen to camp down about skip molly <laughs> yeah that was so no relevant for this episode i felt like